I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Good morning and welcome to a brand new day. Pleasure as always to have you listening here on a Saturday morning, and we're uh, getting together to record this on Thursday for your enjoyment here Saturday. Hope you stick around for the next couple of hours because we've got a lot to get done. And uh, to help me get through it all this morning, Russ Smith is in studio again today from Skycall Satellite. Good morning. Good to be here. Good to see you. Lean on me, Tim. (laughs) I'll I'll do that today. How's your week been? It sounds like you've been been busy at the office, though. Yeah, this is it. This is mid-June. It starts, and it's really busy, and everything's going out. Have you heard from Tim Ryan at all this week with the Row 4 ALS uh, group? I mean, they're they're leaving, what, Monday, I think. Didn't didn't he text back to you that he was planning on? Planning on today. Sorry about that. Uh, this is radio. He told it? me last week he was planning on it, but okay. uh, <laughs> he's just kicking back like he didn't forget there was a microphone here or something. Good feeling. <laughs> Make yourself comfortable, <laughs> <trying>. Russ. <laughs> anyway, we're looking forward to uh, getting one last check with Tim Ryan to find out how things have been going. Uh, down they they were in Monterey getting ready right, to uh, right. head out across the Pacific I Ocean. I don't think I'd want to leave Monterey. Yeah, uh, gorgeous. Place. It, he was with tongue in cheek last yeah. week. He said it was a beautiful day, fifty and cloudy. Well, <laughs> which okay. is every day in Pacific Monterey. Coast, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, we'll look forward to that. I think uh, he'll they'll be calling us uh, if all the connections are made about seven thirty-five this morning. Speaking of connections, yo man from the mountains <laughs> coming home, home, home. But I did Guess who's on the phone this morning? We actually got him back from camp. Uh, it is uh, Navidowskis. <laughs> Welcome home. Yeah, I'm just home for a day here. I'm, I'll be gone this afternoon again. Yeah, well, uh, settled back in the uh, lounge chair, which I don't know if you got one of those up at camp. You don't need it. You could just uh, lay there in the hammock, I guess. Two. Two hammocks. No, two lounge chairs. Oh, two lounge chairs. Yeah, I got two hammocks as well, but <laughs> y'all mostly inhabits the the hammocks. I have a lawn chair in the motorhome, and I have a big rocking chair near the fire. Nice. That sounds like real rough living to me up it there. Sounds like well, it. everybody's in charge of their own life. Like I say, they have an empty calendar. You fill it out how you want. That's, right. That's part of the gift of life. That's right. Yeah. It sounds like you've got redneck lawn furniture. <laughs> yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> I've been to events where guys will go get big trucks. And go past DI and pick up a bunch of old couches and stuff. And, and then when they're done with them, they just run them out to the dump. Make camp out yeah. again. Um, 
What have you been up to up there? Anything? Have you got rushed out of camp spots by weather this week? We've had some wild ones down here. Yeah, no, we had to come down um, back to the city. I had a doctor appointment, and my my wife's mother does too. So she comes in from Nevada and spends the night with us. So we have to come back to civilization a couple days a week. But mostly, you know, the fishing is picking up. Um, but that's not what I'm going to talk about on fish bites. But, you know, we play golf and ride bikes. My weight is good. Uh, my cardiologist says that my numbers are impressive. Awesome. All right. So yeah. you, you've been to the cardiologist. You've been to the doctor this week. Uh, yeah. We're just quite a bunch around here. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of fish, I don't. you probably haven't bothered with getting on social media at all since you've been up at camp. And, Russ, you've been busy. But uh, take a look at that striper that was caught at. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, it doesn't look real, does it? Yeah. Uh, th- this striper was caught, and you can uh, thank um, the uh, KSL Outdoor Television Show with Adam Eagle for this photo. It's got to be a 50 pounder, Navi. I didn't know the stripers got that big down there, but this guy's standing there. He's probably average height, uh, near six feet, and that fish is every bit as tall as he is. It's definitely a six footer, yeah. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen the photo, but I do know that the record was 51 pounds. Yeah, well, this one measured 48.5 inches. His name is uh, Jesse Callen. He spent uh, time trying to revive the fish, but it died, unfortunately, so he kept it and enjoyed the bounty. He didn't realize that if he had kept it, it would be a new Utah catch-and-release record. They said that uh, based on the charts for length, that fish probably weighed somewhere around 50 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, when you said his name, I thought it was almost like you were telling me the name of the fish. But the guy who caught it, that's his name. Yeah, Jesse Kellen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Here's his story on uh, what happened. He said uh, he was trolling a Lucky Craft XD pointer in 60 to 80 feet of water, was using a spinning rod spooled with 10-pound fluorocarbon, (laughs) <laughs> it was a 15 to 20 minute battle with some pretty big runs by the fish. He says he didn't think he would have landed the fish if he hadn't recently upgraded to the carbon fiber drag washers on his reel. He would have burned it up. Uh, and he said he's always wanted to break the 20 pound mark at Lake Powell. And he finally has a fish story and pictures to prove it. That thing is gorgeous. If you get a chance to take a look at it, it's on our Facebook page, which is just KSL Outdoors Radio. Stripers are lovely. I mean, they just look like machines. They're beautiful. Mm. Yeah, but this thing is unbelievable. I mean, his dog is kind of looking over in the water like he's wondering if anything that size is coming out again. (laughs) Because it might just consume the dog. But it gives you a real sense of size when you see that uh, pooch in the background with that fish. All right, so you've got some fish bites for us coming up. Yeah, I do. And uh, we'll look forward to that as always. Bob Grove is supposed to check in with us from Capitol Reef. I don't know if this was a, a tour group that he's got going today or if he's just on a side trip of his own, but, Russ, uh, he must still have one of your satellite phones. Do you know? Oh, yeah. He, we never – no, he has it. He yes. just has one with yeah. him at all times. Uh, he said if he doesn't have a cell signal, he will check in. Who's this guest you have, Ariana, who's going to call us uh, later? Uh, we ran into her because she rented a uh, some some equipment for the – Overlanding Expo in uh, Arizona. Okay. Here in Flagstaff. And we had a nice chat when she came back. I, I wish she would come here with her Jeep. She's got all kinds of equipment. She works for a mapping company and uh, she's out in the field a lot. And 
It's a Utah company, and it'll be not. I don't know a lot of details on it. But yeah, it'll be good to hear from her on that, and also what went on at the expo. There's always new stuff. It's kind of like going across the street here to the to the outdoor uh, retailers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to talk moose safety uh, coming up with Rusty Robinson. He's been on the show um, once or twice before. He is the once-in-a-lifetime coordinator. We love that title <laughs> on his once business card. <laughs> we will go road tripping with uh, Mark today, and we'll find out where he wants to take us. Fingers crossed we can make the connection with Tim Ryan at Row 4 ALS. And Roger Eggett from uh, Bear River Lodge is going to be checking in with us this morning. Great sponsor of uh, this program. So, um, anything else we need to touch on? Oh, there was one more. And since we're going to be talking to Bob, we don't really have a lot of time for any news of the week this week. But I wanted to share this video uh, again that I posted on our Facebook page. I just, it's put on there by Red Bull Adventures, and there's two kayakers. It's funny because we've been talking about water safety this week, uh, Navi, on uh, KSL Radio. And as a matter of fact, Dave and Dujanovic, as we speak in our. Uh, producing this program for the weekend are sitting along the Ogden River talking about water safety. These two kayakers, um, and it doesn't say where, I don't think, are taking this gigantic waterfall, uh, I don't know, 24 meters. Do the math for me, Navidomskis. You're the the brain here. Yeah, 72 feet. 72 feet. Uh, they're dropping into this uh, down this waterfall. Just an amazing image, and I I put on our Facebook. I said yay or nay, and everybody said no way. And HT double toothpicks. Do I do that? <clears throat> wild pictures and wild video that can be found on our uh, Facebook page this morning. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, hopefully we'll have Bob Grove on, and we'll uh, see what's up in Capitol Reef. Been a while since I've been there, and uh, Bob is visiting today, so we'll look forward to that. We will check in with uh, Ariana Dufour. Is that the last name? Dufour. Uh, Right after we get your news update on the half hour, and then Navi will have your fish bite. So hang in there. More coming up here on KSL News Radio and KSL Outdoors Radio this morning. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Doesn't look like we're going to be uh, making contact, unfortunately, this week with Bob Grove. At last check, he was uh, driving out of Hanksville, headed in some other direction on a uh, guided trip out there. So we'll uh, try and catch up with him on next week's show. But 
There are a couple of things I want to make sure we mention here with our news of the week, which normally we do at this time of the morning. First of all, uh, I guess it's that time of year, isn't it? The application period for 2023 antlerless hunts is already up and running as you listen to this this morning. Uh, It started on June 7th at 8 o'clock in the morning on the uh, division website, wildlife.utah.gov. But if you're interested in antlerless elk, moose, deer, doe pronghorn, or you bighorn sheep, you uh, need to get at it because uh, you have to have your application submitted no later than 11 p.m. on Thursday, June 22nd to be included in the drawing for uh, hunting permits. Before you can apply for a 2023 antlerless permit, bonus points, or preference point, you must have a valid Utah hunting or combination license. So, again, go to wildlife.utah.gov. I do have an 800 number to pass along. That is uh, 800-221-0659 for information. A couple of resorts, uh, ski resorts, are talking about uh, opening up this week with their summer activities, and among them is Solitude. They'll get the lift spinning on June 15th. So they're inviting everybody up to uh, grab a seat for a scenic lift ride, take a cruise on the mountain bike, enjoy a round of golf, a disc golf, that is, dine at the village or play in their adventure park. All of that's going to be kicking off. Hopefully the snow. I I had a friend that was actually playing the music, uh, doing the music, DJing for a wedding up there this past week and sent pictures of all the snow that's still there mid-mountain. But uh, down on the lower part of the mountain, you should have uh, good luck in uh, having those summer activities get underway. Summer starts at Snow Basin a little bit later, June 24th, um, and they will have 26 miles of continued trail enhancement uh, across the mountain that they're looking forward to. The Needles Gondola is going to run on Saturdays and Sundays from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. throughout the summer for lift ser- served hiking, biking, and sightseeing. Plus, you can purchase a premier season pass to have unlimited gondola and uh, concert access this summer. There's a full rundown of what those concerts are going to be, the dates and the times, if you want to look it up at uh, Snow Basin. And one more note here, if I can, uh, the Lee K. Public Shooting Range is going to have their open house to uh, showcase their facility. They do this every year, and regular uh, whether you are a regular customer, uh, customer, that is, having a hard time spitting it out, or... Never have been to the Lee K Shooting Center. It's a great time to go take a look at it and see, uh, offering all kinds of amenities. They've been open, I didn't know this, since 1981, but they've got 100, 200, and 300-yard rifle ranges, uh, 25 to 75-yard ranges with multiple lanes for handgun, rimfire, muzzleloader, trap shooting, skeet shooting, five-stand shooting, even archery uh, lanes. Fifteen of those are available out there, so... If you haven't been, make your plans to go out there for uh, the open house. And the uh, Lee K Center, we always assume people know where it is, but it's 60th West, 2100 South. That uh, open house coming up on June 17th from 9 until 4. And I thought I had one more note that was happening today. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It was another shooting opportunity specific for uh, the ladies that was taking place today, and I may not be able to uh, grab it in time here because we do have to take a break. Matter of fact, let's do that. We'll uh, take a break if we can uh, grab that information. I'll be sure to pass it along to you. Oh, here it is. It is today uh, the 34th annual Josie Shoot. It's the 34th annual 22 Josie Shoot that's going to be held at the Buckskin Hills Shooting Complex They get underway at 8 o'clock this morning. We'll be going until noon, 
And they said for tiebreakers, a shoot-off will occur at 11.15, followed by the award ceremony at 1. Should be a lot of fun down there by uh, Vernal. But uh, a chance for the ladies to all get together. And uh, Tanya Kiefer-Selby, who joins us from time to time and is the regional outreach manager for the division, said some of these women have been competing in this event since they the shoot began and are now bringing their granddaughters and great-granddaughters to it. It's quite a tradition. Maybe a little late to get in on it, but I did want to make a mention of it because uh, I think it's a great opportunity for ladies to get out there and maybe find some friends that you could go out and do some target practice with from time to time. All right, we need to break. We'll do that here on the half hour. And uh, on the other side, we're going to take you out on the trails. Russ has a, a great interview with uh, someone that he bumped into that rented a satellite phone uh, from him not all that long ago. And her job every day is to go out and map trails. We're going to focus on Utah, but they have trails all over the West. So count on that. That's going to be great information as KSL Outdoors Radio continues. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.